podcasting has been around for about 15 years now. Did you know that? And some of the brands that jumped into the podcasting game early are still publishing great shows today. The Salesforce Marketing Cloudcast is one example that we covered here early in this podcast in the past. And HubSpot's growth show is another one that we'll dig into later in this season. But there's another brand podcast that you've got to know about if you don't already, because it wins both for longevity and for show title. Are you curious? Well, that's good, because you should be. I'm Lindsay Chapkama, CEO and co-founder of Casted, the first and the only marketing platform built for branded podcasts. And this is our podcast. Here in season four of the Casted podcast, I'm talking to business and marketing leaders about their brand podcast to look beyond how they're publishing a great show, although it's great information, but we're zooming out to understand what that show really means for the businesses and the brands behind them and the roles they play in their brand and marketing strategies altogether. You are going to love today's conversation with Lindsay Christensen, and not just because you're going to get a double dose of Lindsay's in podcasting, although you're welcome. But it's because Lindsay is CMO of ThoughtBot and host of the show, Giant Robots Smashing Into Other Giant Robots, which has been alive and smashing for eight years. Lindsay shares how the show has evolved, how and why she has prioritized it since joining the company just a couple years ago, and how it got such an incredible name. My name's Lindsay Christensen. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer at ThoughtBot. We're a product design and development consultancy. So we help people make great new software and apps or improve existing software they have. I'm the co-host of one of our podcasts called Giant Robots Smashing Into Other Giant Robots. And we actually have two other podcasts, as I mentioned right now, one called Tentative and one called The Bike Shed. We've had some others, so a big culture of podcasting. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's I mean, that's a beautiful place to start. So you're not new to podcasting, neither is your company. How and when did it start? I, I'll tell you the myths I've heard because the podcasts predate my time at ThoughtBot. ThoughtBot's been around for 17 years or so, and I would say they've been podcasting since before it was cool. I think the first one was started in 2012 and was giant robots smashing into other giant robots. So it's been around for eight years and had kind of different lives, Mm -hmm. definitely different hosts, different topics. But it started because I thought about our purpose is actually, there's always a better way to work. And our job is to find it and to share it with as many people as possible. And our work being product development, product design. So we also have a really popular blog. We've had like video series and podcasting was another channel and at the time an emerging channel to kind of live that out. Like what's another way we can be continuously sharing what we're learning with our audience? Yeah. And that's interesting because depending on who you talk to, a lot of people feel like podcasting, I think everyone kind of knows podcast is not new, but that... The whole idea of podcasting on behalf of your brand or podcasting in general, everybody has a podcast now that it's new. It's this new movement. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what's happening now, it's a new wave and we're at the beginning of 
of a whole lot of stuff that's happening. But man, 2012, it was emerging then, but obviously not new enough that it was like some wild and crazy idea. It was, it was something that was like, Hey, we should do this thing. So tell me your perspective on, on kind of how things have changed and give me your, your vantage point. Well, I think things have certainly changed in terms of how easy it is to access the audience because there are so many podcasts around. I think back when the podcast was started, it certainly was probably one of the only product and development podcasts at the time. So it was like, mm-hmm. if that if you were interested in that and you liked the medium of podcasting, then you were listening to our podcast. So in a way, it, it was simpler back then to reach a really large audience and things have gotten a lot more kind of competitive right now as podcast owners or hosts were very much in this fight for attention from our audience. And it's not just from other podcasts, right? It's like people have never been more distracted, whether it's blog posts or articles or books or podcasts or tweets, you know, you, we're like in the age of now like micro content is where it's at because mm-hmm. it's so hard to get people's attention. So in a way, it's really pushed good podcasts to become even better because the audience can just demand a lot more from you. Everything from audio quality to the actual content, you know, the the customer is king. So Uh, I think right now, if if folks are like looking to jump into podcasts, there's a lot more to consider. Like you have to make sure this is an investment that is Mm -hmm. worth making for for you. For me, so coming in two and a half years ago to ThoughtBot, obviously I hadn't started the podcast, but as the CMO, I was definitely in a position to say, you know, this isn't something that makes sense for us anymore. But I didn't. (laughs) And... You know, the reason is one one of the most important parts of our brand is not just that we make great products, really high quality, have really senior developers, know their stuff, which we do, all of that, but they actually love the people. They love working with the individual thought botters and they like learning from them and being mentored and the fact that we are like very inclusive and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of fun and positive. It, it's like a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. And thinking as a, a CMO about how do you actually bring that to life for people who haven't experienced it yet? It's like podcasting is a great way to do that. Absolutely. It's humanizing. It's incredibly mm-hmm. humanizing. And blah, it's not instead of, it's not either or, because you mentioned all the other great content you're doing too, which is really super important but it play it serves it serves a different role it plays a different part it, it appeals to people in different ways and one of the reasons i love podcasting is that literally everyone who's listening to us right now listening to our conversation they're in on what we're talking about and they're able to kind of like eavesdrop in on this this talk that we're having and that's that's very you know it's intimate it's personal and it's it's very humanizing mm-hmm. so from from your perspective why why have you gone on to say, yep, this is continuing to be a priority and and where does it fit in, in your priorities as the CMO? I think for us, there's like two pretty clear cut ways that it fits in at like the highest level of marketing strategy. One is this concept of bringing the brand to life 
and building brand affinity. So creating these, what feel like to the audience, personal relationships, you know, these are my friends, my podcast friends. I'd be like, you know, anyone who's really loves a podcast, you feel like they're your friends, right? Yes. (laughs) Chuckling at the inside jokes and things Mm -hmm. like that. So that personal relationship and the ability, again, thinking about that, like fight for attention in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. that is unbelievable. Like the amount of kind of mind space that you're able to to get with that. So that's one. And I think one bucket is around also clients and potential clients. Like, you know, can we nurture an audience that's going to want to work with us um, who will use our services? And then the other big bucket, which is actually the two podcasts that I don't host, Tentative and The Bike Shed, kind of fall into are actually more around recruitment. So Tentative is focused on product designers and the bike shed is for product developers. So like a, a much more technical podcast. And we, you know, you're in tech, you know, it's impossible to hire senior engineers. Yep. <laughs> um, it's a very competitive market. Quite. And one thing we've actually hit on is that we, that these folks listen to our podcasts and it's, we've gotten amazing people that we've, added to the team. And I mean, we go through, you know, like a year where we'll be looking to fit, find one role. And it'll turn out that they are like real big fans of the cast. And it's like, so that's a huge win. So that's another really interesting aspect mm-hmm. of it. You've touched on, you have different shows that serve different purposes for different audiences. Mm-hmm. But let's talk more about that, like, and how the, the strategic role that these shows play. Um, there's kind of the content strategy side and like how we're going to appeal to these audiences. But what are you hoping to get out of the shows as, you know, a C-level executive at your company? To put it like really plainly, clients and new hires. You know, if we were to boil it down to... How how are these podcasts sort of paying it back to the business? Mm-hmm. That said, honestly, we give the podcasts a lot of breathing room. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, some of this is the luxury of seeing how they perform over the years, which as you know, first again, someone new starting a new podcast, there's a lot of unknowns. You're gonna have to like give it a fair amount of time to understand, you know, if these things start to pay back. As having the luxury of seeing that, like seeing that it does turn into clients, that it does turn into people joining the team, we kind of just take the podcasts with those North Stars, if you will, and then kind of let them live and Mm -hmm. are like, let's create really good content. Let's make it really valuable to the audience. Let's try to engage the audience. And then as we have like specific sub strategies and campaigns happening over in a different area. We're then kind of reaching for the podcasts as channels that we can leverage. So for example, if I have a marketing strategy that is around, like we're going to focus on a specific industry this year, let's say. So we're going to create some content. We're going to go talk at some events. uh, We're going to partner with some influencers. And then we're like, okay, how are the podcasts going to fit in? It's like, well, you know, I think on the bike shed, maybe we could do this technical deep dive around this industry for giant 
robots, which is more about the business of software and entrepreneurship, you know, we could actually, inv let's invite on some people that we want to work with. So more mm -hmm. of like an account-based marketing tactic. Then let's use those episodes and send them to other accounts that we're targeting. Or let's do like a paid social campaign where we're promoting those specific audiences, those specific episodes to this target industry. So it's kind of, they're operating on their own and then they're being kind of reached for, pulled in to other strategic campaigns. I love that. I think far too often I see podcasts over here on their own little island and it's like, well, here's our content strategy that's, you know, all about, you know, search engine optimization and, and, and writing and, and the blog. But then over here on this island is, is the podcast and they don't ever see each other, touch each other. It's two completely different things, but I love that they're fueling each other. So you have your overall, this is our big initiative. How do we loop in the podcast? And then also, how do we use the podcast to fuel yeah. that initiative? I, I like how you're doing that. Is that something that you're doing for all your shows or do you find that it's more for the, the giant robots? I definitely, I think giant robots by the nature of the audience definitely gets pulled into that more, but we do it with all the podcasts. Uh, but, and again, for us, it's a nice way of, of operating instead of like being like the podcasts are serving these goals and like every week and every episode, like we're hyper-focused on those goals. I think it would end up ruining the content to be honest, but having the goal of like just creating something valuable and engaging. And then when there's the opportunity doing this like crossover promo or content seems to work really well. Podcasting, I have found, provides an interesting and, and really cool, in my opinion, ability to do that through content. So you, as a marketer, can, in theory, go to engineers and product leaders and ask them questions as opposed to trying to trying to write to them, which is also a great channel. As we mentioned, blogging mm. is a great channel, too. But to just have a conversation You mean as with far someone. as, like, interviewing? Yeah, exactly. I have to say... One of the reasons I love giant hosting giant robots is because like every episode is market mm -hmm. research. <laughs> I'm like, what's important to you? And what was your challenge? And then what happened? And what was holding you back? And what got you excited about this? And it makes for an interesting episode. And then it's also just like fueling everything else I do in the day. I go back to my desk, like excited about all these new ideas. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yes, it is firsthand knowledge that is research, but it's also, you get the, you get the emotion behind it and you get the personality behind it. And I'm right there with you. I agree. It's incredible. And then you can share that with yeah. your audience. We, so speaking of like iterations and like life cycles of giant robots, we actually, we did a major change this year. I forget. It might've kicked off in March, but we started planning it in January. Well, the last two or so years we were doing interview based one-off interview every time mostly with entrepreneur or another kind of product leader or community leader in an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial space. And then it, the interview started feeling a little bit not repetitive because everyone's story was unique and interesting, but because we had to like start with foundational questions, yeah. but we're starting to get as hosts, like a little frustrated that we weren't getting like deep enough or there was no continuity 
And my co-host and I were actually completely separated off, just like switching off episodes, essentially. So this year we sat down and thought about like, what could we do to iterate on some of the things we were viewing as like challenges or potentially holding us back. And so this year we've switched it up to do a startup series where we're following three founders, three groups of founders across the whole year. And each month we dig into together as co-hosts. First, we'll have like a one-on-one episode, just us, where we talk about our perspectives on like startup topic. And then we'll go and revisit that topic with each of the founders. And that has been cool. Yeah. Fulfilling evolution of the the latest in the the giant robots life cycle. That is really, really interesting. Um, as, as we wrap things up, I think that that's a really, really fantastic example of you all have been doing a show for, in, in, in some version or another, for eight years, right? Giants have been smashing into other giant, giant robots have been smashing into other giant robots for eight years. What advice would you have for others listening, whether they're, you know, marketing manager or if they're in the C-suite like you, they're thinking brand podcasts. What what broad sweeping advice would you give? I kind of touched on this before, but number one, I would say make sure this is important enough for you to make a genuine commitment to it. It's not worth half thing, if I can say that. <laughs> um, you know, you want to be able to dedicate some time and resources uh, to building the audience and and seeing if you can if there's interest in it. Also make sure, like pay close attention to the hosts are a huge part of it. That's kind of make or break. Like, will your audience connect with your hosts and what Mm -hmm. they're telling? It has to be compelling, original, valuable content that's like way different than a blog post. You know, as you were saying, like this is about being personal and human and creating human relationships. So you know, who, who's going to do that for you? Are they on your team or maybe, maybe they're not even bring someone out else from outside the company. And then lastly, I got to say, think about how, you know, if you're creating this medium, how it can also be a platform for other people is something we think about a lot in terms of the diversity of the guests and are we elevating important stories in the community I think we've got some work to do on the diversity of our co-hosts. It's something we're actively talking about, but it's really important. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an important discussion to be having in the business podcast community is how we're getting more folks from different walks of life as, as hosts of these podcasts. Mm -hmm. Literally, you know, more voices from, Mm -hmm. from different perspectives. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, thank you for this. This is, this is exciting. Um, I love what you're doing in podcasting. I love how you all have evolved and and tried new things and, and how you entered in and, and kept it a priority. So thanks for sharing your story here and for telling us about giant robots smashing into other giant robots. Um, I love that title. Where did that come from? By the way, before we go, I mean, obviously, ThoughtBot. There's, there's the there's the robot thing. Uh, yeah, like, there's the thought. There's the robot thing. I believe I could be wrong. The origin story is someone being like, "What would be a really cool name?" <laughs> and engineers were like, mm-hmm. "Giant 
robots smashing into other giant robots would be very cool. And it's 2012 and, (laughs) you know, podcasting. Let's just do it. Battlebots was probably on at the time. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's great. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, um, thank you. I appreciate you being on our show. No you have two, two Lindsays talking about podcasting on a podcast. I don't know how much yeah. more like... Two Lindsays a, do make a right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Let's just leave it there. I like that yeah, very yeah. much. All right. Well, thanks so much. That's our show. Thanks for listening. For more from today's guest, visit casted.us to subscribe and to receive our show as it's published, along with other exclusive content each and every week.